Hello, hello, hello. It's Catherine, your host, the voice for the Love Relationship Clinic podcast. I am so glad that you decided to drop in. Go ahead, pour yourself a cup of coffee, get in your cozy spot. We're about to conversate. In the early 1930s, the Camels Company introduced this slogan. Mmm, mmm, good. With the launching of their chicken noodle soup. It was such a smash, a big hit, the company finally decided to make the slogan the official slogan for the company. Can you remember back when you heard that slogan for the first time as a child or any time you were growing up and you heard that 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 commercial on TV about the soup, chicken noodle soup, and they would say it with such enthusiasm to sway you that you felt like you had to go out and buy some because they made it sound so delicious that you just wanted to taste it for yourself. And that slogan, mmm, mmm, good. And they don't just spell good with the little G. They spell it capital letters all the way through. Capital G, capital O, capital O, capital D. That meant with a certified, yes, it's just that good. And that slogan sort of perked me up a little bit as I was meditating and thinking and praying about the topic of discussion today, which it really was sort of funny. And I laughed and I still feel a little bit giggly about it because God is such a, he has so much humor about things. And when he began to break things down and give revelation to things and drop little insights it, it it makes you feel as if he's sitting right with you, just conversating with you. And that's a good thing. Don't ever get afraid of that because that's exactly where he wants us. He loves us just like that. And as I think about the, the slogan, mm, mm, good, my mind through the spirit of God went to Psalms 34 and 8 that says, Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. Taste and see that the Lord is good. He was King David. He had developed a personal relationship with God. And he was constantly constantly, always singing songs or writing poetry about his relationship with God and how he felt about God. And this is one thing that he challenged everybody to do is taste and see. And that word taste simply means the sensation of flavor that proceeds in the mouth or throat on contact of a substance. So he's sort of relating it to food, right? So he's saying, if you ever just take Christ in, if you just take him in, all of his goodness, 
all of his mercy, all of his grace, you will find that it is it has a sensation that calms you like nothing else. It makes you feel good like nothing else. When you take in the goodness that you taste of God, which is his quality of virtue that recognizes him as Christ. When you take all of that in, it tastes good. It tastes good. And I'm not going to say it tastes mm -mm good because I'm already a firm believer that there is no words to this really describe how the goodness, how good the goodness of God tastes. There's no way that I can really give you an accurate definition of the goodness of God other than it's his virtue. It's who he is. And when you develop a relationship, when you taste and see, when you taste and see, meaning that he leaves it open, he, he's inviting you to, to find out, if you haven't, to find out about the virtue of Christ. Found out how he works. Found out who he is. The things that he does. And, and the miracles that he can do. When you begin to develop that urge to find out and taste and see. I'm often thinking about when I was a child. My mother was, was a baker. She, she was a cook. She loved it. She was always in the kitchen humming and singing and, and cooking up good food. And we can, as children, she used to, we'd come in from school. She would have tea cakes. And I can remember feeling so, um, as I was going home, just excited because I'd already perceived, uh, already perceived how those tea cakes or cookies or whatever she had baked for us when we come from school, I already had perceived how good it was going to taste. So, so, and once it touched my tongue, I automatically responded in the way that I perceived it was going to taste. Isn't that amazing? When I think about it now, it's, it's sort of like, God, really? You are unique in everything that you create because you created a taste bud in our, in our tongue that gives us a sensation when something is mm -mm good to us. So I think about that and, and I laugh because Christ is saying, taste and see. He's challenging. David is saying, taste him. If you, if you taste him, you will automatically develop a sensation for his goodness. You'll automatically want him again, and you'll want him again, and you'll want him again. That's, that's that perceived ideal of who he is and all that he is and what he'll do. So when you develop that in your relationship with him, you, when you taste him, when you taste him in a different level, a different dimension of, of who he is, when you try him, when you try him in a different situation, 
of circumstances. Maybe you tried him for this and you know that he worked it out and you were so happy and, and it made you feel so good and you were so in love with him and he was in love with you and you were glad about that relationship. Okay, try him in something else. If something else is on your plate today that ain't working and you, you've tried to figure it out and you can't figure it out, take it to Jesus. He knows what to do. And when you try him, meaning taste him and see, try him in that. You, you tried your little ways. You tried the way you think. You tried the way you move. You tried it. Nothing changed. Okay, taste and see. Take it to Jesus. Taste, taste, taste him in that situation. Taste him in that circumstance. Taste and see, and I guarantee his goodness will be the same. You will get a sensation that you will want to praise him again because he'll work it out for you because he is not a man that he should lie. I love that, Psalm 34 and 8. Taste and see that the Lord is good. He is good. Everything about him, everything about his character is good. That's why it's God's goodness. It's his virtue to be good. And he knows how to treat you. He knows how to treat me. He knows what it takes to draw us close to him when we allow him to. And that's that taste and see part. We got we to gotta want him. We got a hunger for him. Like I was saying, I used to perceive how those tea cakes was going to taste. I'm already longing for them. I'm already thinking about what they're going to taste like once I bite down on one. Okay, Christ is saying to us through this, taste me and see that what you perceive that I would do and how it would feel once I did that miracle for you, you will automatically want to taste me again. You will automatically want to see into me in a different way. And I challenge you, I challenge you, taste and see that the Lord is good. And he is a refuge. He will bless the man that takes refuge in him because the more you taste of God's goodness and you see that it is good and you don't want nothing else because it won't satisfy like what God's goodness does. God gives you such a satisfaction in your spirit that you don't even long for nothing else. You don't even look for nothing else to take a, his place in that situation. You just know that you're going to take it to God because why? He satisfies. He don't leave you hanging. He satisfies. And if you, you take refuge in him, you're going to be blessed. You're going to be continually blessed by his virtue of goodness and kindness. He's full of grace and mercy because he gives us chance after chance, after chance to get things right. He don't throw us away 
the very first time we make a mistake and we don't do something exactly how he told us. If we are conscious enough in the spirit to repent and say, Lord, please, I really want to do it right. I really want to get this right. Will you help me? Because he's such a loving, that's his virtue. He's such a loving and kind, affectionate God that he will help us when we ask. And I'm so thankful that I can think back to those times. So is there something in your life that you can think of on, on, in the spare of a moment if someone was to ask you, what is your greatest thing that you love to eat or partake of that, that is really, really good? You know, because you can tell sometimes when you're watching people when they're eating. I don't know whether you've ever done that or not, but I have. And, and it sort of tickles me how sometimes how a person will respond. Like I said, I had the perception of the tea cakes before I even tasted them. I felt that they were going to be good. I already had convicted my thought pattern that they were going to be good because they were good. And so naturally when I bit down on one, oh, it just was like, mm, mm, mm. You know, so do you think of something like that about something in your life that, that, that you love to do maybe or uh, something that you love to participate in or like I say, some type of favorite food that, that some people when they eat something that really hits that spot that's mm-mm good, they will clap their hands, they will, they will take, take off like with a little jig They'll pat their feet. I don't know. I've seen people do so many different things. And it's sort of it's sort of funny because they just they can just stop and they roll their eyes, they roll their head, and, and they're what what are they doing? They are savoring the flavors that just ignited their senses. It was a perceived thought before they ate that piece of candy me chocolate candy their favorite it's a sensation once that touches your taste bud it ignites something in you and like I say like I say people just will just hold it for a minute just hold it holding on to that sensation before they even begin to chew the food or whatever it is that they have chosen that they feel like is their best. And it could be a sport. It could be anything that gives you that sensational feel of, of gratification. And it happens every time. So I am so thankful how God is good to me. How he has been there all along, even with the times that I did not know that he was there. He was working things out for me. And now that I can look back and see, I'm, I'm always encouraged to taste and see. Okay, this, 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 I know he worked in this and this and this and this. Okay, now I'm experiencing this in this season of my life. 
okay, I'm going to taste him. You, you got me? I'm going to taste him again and see that he is good. Because I know he's going to work it out. I don't know when. I don't know how. But God, goodness is such a reward to our lives. And so as I think about it, I want you to think about the challenge that King David was giving us. If it's something in your life that is challenging you, meaning you have been working with it, sometimes you put it aside because it, 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 you just can't seem to grasp it. You can't get, you can't get it, okay? King David says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Taste him. When you begin to hunger for him and thirst for him, he will satisfy. Psalms 107.9 For he satisfies the thirsty and he fills the hungry with good things. That's what the word says. So when you have a hunger and you have a thirst for God, when you taste him, you will be satisfied because he's going to provide good things. It may not always feel good. We done talked about that lots of times. But they are good because he's going to do what I often say in Romans 8 and 28. He's going to cause them to work for your good. So that's the kind of God we serve, and that's pretty exciting to me. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that takes refuge in him. Because you are blessed because you have that shield. You have that covering. You have that protection. And it's there and available all the time. You are blessed when you can hide yourself in God. Because there is no safer place, let me tell you. So when you taste and see, you might say, like the slogan from the Camel Soup Company, you might say, oh, this is mm, mm, good. You be blessed. I hope that you were encouraged and inspired by something that you heard. I pray that you will taste and see that the Lord is good. Be blessed. Wow, the time is already past. I have enjoyed conversating with you today. I pray something was said that will encourage, uplift, and inspire. If so, continue to subscribe to this channel and challenge your family, your friends to do so likewise because each one that subscribes that helps me to continue to promote the contents of this podcast, which is telling the good news, spreading it all over the place. I appreciate you. Tell somebody. It will help me out tremendously. You be blessed today. And as you go along your way, remember, love somebody.